And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is a premiere podcast. This is a premiere podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. If you're watching the video, you will see that I have purchased a uh, an arm for the uh, for the microphone. Uh, immediately, as soon as I got this last night, I set it up and... I put it on the desk, which at first it did not fit, um, but I had to do some finagling, and thank God the depth, the sides, the sides of this desk allowed for this thing to barely fit on completely. Uh, and, uh, and now I have this arm. And uh, as soon as I put it on, I went, why did I not do this before? <laughs> I have yet to string the, uh, the podcast, the microphone wire across the arm, like how the uh, professionals do it. Uh, I will do that at a later date, but right now I have this arm and it works and uh, it, it moves the mic around and it, and it moves when I move and it's or I move it when it, whenever I need to and oh god, it just feels so much better. It just it's just so much better. It's hands free. I haven't I don't have to adjust it or anything. Uh, it is a little too high right now. There we go. Uh, but now, yeah, now it, it works. It works. I'm sitting up straight. Feels good. So that's so that's uh that, there's that I am on uh, day f- five of still having no job. <laughs> so there we go. Oh, you know what I forgot to do? I forgot to uh, start this. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, this is episode one ninety one of this show. I know because I looked last night. Uh, speaking of last night, speaking of last night, I was so I've so I've been uh, as we know I've been trying to I've been applying to jobs again for the second time. Forever, uh, and a good couple of years, and uh, I've been I've been applying to places, and uh, I've just been, you know, I found the exact job that I did at my last position uh, at Turner, Turner's and Warner Media. Now, notoriously hard to get in, and I've been emailing people left and right, LinkedIning, link LinkedIning, uh, <laughs> title title. I've been I've been trying to find people and. Um, and uh, it's it's tough, you know, and no one's responding. I've been uh, reaching out to the recruiters there <laughs> and uh, they don't seem to want to respond and human resources and, you know, the manager of the position. And that led me to go to my web on the com under the podcast tab. You can see that I previously had have uh made a podcast for a position I was trying to apply for at WABE, the NPR affiliate in Atlanta, uh, or the public radio affiliate in Atlanta. And I was, uh, I made it to like the final round of interviews <laughs> of like, I was one of two people and, uh, they did not hire me obviously. And, but, but I made it, I've done, I did a daily podcast and I did 53 episodes, I think. Uh, but they're all half hour long and they were all, I was listening to a couple of like couple of minutes here and there of some of them last night, and they're you know, by golly, some of them are really really good, and it's very funny premises. And I mean, it's very it was a serious thing to do, but you know, it was just uh, an interesting thing to have on the portfolio. And now I'm just trying to find a way to stand out with this uh, current position that I'm trying to apply for, because they're not these people. Let me tell you, these people, they don't care. Speaking of things not to care about, <laughs> let's move on to the first topic. Uh, 
we'll get to the Golden Globe nominations in a second, but this first one comes from Billboard, and we'll get we'll have a lot of Billboard stories today. Joe Budden brings his podcast to Patreon, joins the company as head creator of Equity. This is written by Micah Singleton over on Billboard, released nearly two days ago. So as I mentioned, I think a couple of months ago, uh, yeah, probably back in September, October, Joe Budden was having a lot of problems with Spotify. And it makes sense because they just had that acquisition of, they were finishing the acquisition of Gimlet, um, Anchor, a bunch of other, you know, excuse me, one of the, okay, (laughs) thank you, Google. Um, And they had just finished all these acquisitions. And then most, more importantly, they had this giant partnership with Joe Rogan to, to be the purveyors of his podcast. And Joe Budden, rightfully so, feels that he had, he got the short end of the stick, uh, and he was very vocal about not wanting to partner with Spotify any longer. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of Joe Budden, um, but I totally agree with everything he has said about this subject. It's it's crazy. Um, so he pulled his show from uh, from Spotify, and now he's going to Patreon. Which is where everybody's going. Uh, the Hollywood Handbook uh, men, white guys, have <laughs> left uh, Earwolf, and now they're on Patreon, and now they're making something like thirty-eight thousand a month on Patreon, which is insane. Um, but they're putting out good product, and that's what we call it—good product, baby. <laughs> so the Joe Budden podcast with Rory and Mal and the Joe Budden Network are all going to be hosted on Patreon which was, this was announced Wednesday, and he's going to be the head of creative equity, which is a new advisory role that will have him focused on making sure creators on the platform have an equal seat at the table, which is something that if you are bought up by a conglomerate like Spotify, you're not going to. Like, I, I, like you're not going to have that, that, that seat, uh, which I can assure you that, you know, is, is it Alex Gibney from Gimlet? Uh, if he, if he still works there, I, I doubt he has any, uh, major say, uh, over, uh, <laughs> just did a salute like it was on how I met your mother. And he has any uh, major say on what's going to be, uh, what, what changes are going to come to the Gimlet medium, the Gimlet media corporation. What other companies did Spotify buy? Doesn't matter. Uh, let's see. So Spotify recently has has created deals with Barack and Michelle Obama, Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, Joe Rogues. Uh, its share price went up 8% on that day. It was announced the Joe Rogan thing. All these other companies, including Apple and Amazon, are all trying to have these giant slates of exclusive podcasts that you can only listen to on their platforms. Which I don't think is lucrative. Nobody, and you know, I'm not even gonna say think. I I don't believe it's lucrative. It cannot be like uh, what is that company that Trevor Noah's podcast, Hannibal Burris's podcast? Um, oh God, I can't even remember. It's Luminary. Luminary. Uh, I don't even know if that is 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 doing any type of profit right now because. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. Nobody wants to to have a proprietary podcast player. They want to use a thing that A, came with their phone, or B, is able to to be the best podcatcher there is 
for a nominal fee or with the least amount of subscription or intrusive ads. I say that second part, that amendment to that second part, because Pocket Cast used to be, and I've mentioned this before, I think I mentioned this late last week or the week before, Pocket Cast used to be uh, $5 for the app, $5 for web, and then, so you so you pay, you know, $5 for Apple on the iStore, Apple iTunes Store, or App Store, you pay for it on the Google Play Store, you pay for it on the web, you spent $15, you got a great podcasting app, but now we're on the... Anyway, yeah, let's, let's look at Illuminator real quick. Uh, this is from Bloomberg. This is April 24th, 2020. Opening incognito because I don't want this to count against the two articles you get a year, apparently, <laughs> on Bloomberg. Uh, this says, after a dim first year, Luminary is still chasing the podcasting zeitgeist. No ads, no axle rod, no problem. New CEOs gung-ho on the subscription model. I People don't want to pay $5 a month to listen to... Uh, their pot, their favorite podcasts. Unless that person, unless you're paying that person directly, and, and that's just that's just how I feel at least. Uh oh, okay. So they lowered their fee down to five dollars a month. Yeah, it was eight dollars. Jesus, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, I hope this is a uh, so and so. It looks like uh, going back to Joe Button's thing. It looks like Joe is very uh, excited about this new partnership. He talks about how the system was broken, uh, but even between Complex, his original, the original place where he worked in uh, Spotify, but now he's friends with Jack Conti, which is Patreon's co-founder, and he's a musician. Uh, you can listen to the story of how he and uh, I forgot the other guy who helped him, who who created Patreon with him. I forgot his name, but uh, yeah. Anyway, oh my God, this podcasting arm is just wonderful. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure things out. It fits the it fits the Yeti, which is great. Uh, so yes, so this is, I I I do I, so I understand that it's going to be hosted by Patreon, but I don't. Yep, it is a Patreon show, so you have to you can pay for it. Five dollars a month will get you a bonus video podcast. Hmm. He had the numbers, coward, <laughs> coward. <laughs> Yeah, so it is a Patreon podcast. So it is still free from what I can assume. Uh, in fact, let me look it up on Pocket Cast. I can only assume it's still free because that's where that's where his, his fanship is. Joe Budden, if I type in Joe Budden on Pocket Cast, Mayim Bialik has a podcast apparently. So there you go. Yes, it is free. It is still very much free. Three-hour episodes. Jesus. <laughs> Let's listen to that. <laughs> oh my God. He has his own network. Yeah, very interesting. Just like that Ezra Klein thing I told you about last week. So there you go. There's that. And then uh, you know, I don't wanna I don't want to talk about the Golden Globes. Uh the nominations. Oh, it's all oh, it's pretty wobbly. This arm is pretty wobbly. All right. I don't wanna I don't wanna harp on those nominations. I don't wanna read them line by line, but let me just say, and I told this to a friend. This has got to be pandemic or not pandemic or not. Cause stuff still came out. TV shows still came out. Movies still came out. This has got to be the worst and the whitest golden globes I've ever seen. And just because women directors, you know, good for them just because they got, uh, more nominations than men direct male directors does not mean that these problems are fixed. The Hollywood foreign press association, which does lead these, uh, these nominations, 
they could have done better. They really could have done better. Um, okay. It, it's, it's just like, I mean, it's, and it's stuff I've heard of. Uh, and I'm glad Nomadland is, is up there and promising young woman, but you know, a movie like Mank, which I don't think has any characters of color. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's, this is, this is also strange to me. And, uh, this is, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm just not, a, I'm not a fan of the choices. Like why is prom up there? nominated when you know I don't like reviews or anything but when that was critically panned is it because it's a glitzy glamorous uh movie that it, seemingly everybody saw on and it was available on Netflix uh it's, it's up there with Hamilton and Borat and Palm Springs three of the the biggest musicals and comedies of the year and prom came out and just you know crapped the bed I, I just I just disagree with all of this. I don't like I don't like any of these. Uh, I mean, with the exception of the Borat stuff and the Hamilton stuff, and you know, people like Dev Patel and Sandberg and and uh, what's um, the Sound of Metal, Over the Moon, Soul, uh, Onward Again is another movie by white people <laughs> made for white people. <laughs> the Crudes, the Crudes. This is this is what pisses me off. Trolls World Tour was is better than the Croods, that, that new Croods movie. And Trolls World Tour was not nominated. The Croods has zero people of color in that movie. It's insane. Anyway, okay, listen, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Morgan Wallen and country music. I guess it was... back in three two one and we're back just because i have an arm on this microphone now doesn't mean i won't pull out the uh uh headphones at the last minute when we're coming back what else has been going on (laughs) nothing i bought some more uh face masks to double up on i bought some disposable ones to help me double up on we got the big game Coming up, uh, this week's episode of News Time uh, w- w- had to be cobbled together. Is about I'm doing a News Time all all month this February. Is <laughs> about uh, Black History stuff in the media, pop culture, zeitgeist, and I only have two weeks planned, uh, so I have to do two more weeks after this <laughs> at some point. Um, but this but this week's episode was kind of cobbled together about you know what black TV shows are good. And uh, next week's episode is a football-themed episode because I always do those, apparently. And or at least for the big for the big sporting events and uh, football and basketball, at least, <laughs> and nothing else. Um, and it's going to be about the black coaches that have gotten their uh, fair share. Shout out to Tampa Bay. As much as I hate Florida uh, as a whole, Tampa Bay has. The most, the most diverse coaches. I think there's like two women and three black coaches, uh, which is very good. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's get on with this. Okay. So earlier this week, a video was released. I think via TMZ. Uh, clearly, clearly it's TMZ. And uh, uh, poor Army Hammer. 
poor army hammer. Uh, <laughs> I just saw the article, uh, the most popular article on Variety right now is Army Hammer's Hollywood career is in free fall as sex scandal explodes on social media. Now, the big thing about the scandal is, yes, he, there was a, there's a sex scandal, but he's separated from his wife. Uh, and it was just like a whole weird thing. But there's rumors going around that he eats can that he's a cannibal. Uh, but they're unsubstantiated and no one seems to believe them, but they just keep popping up. I don't want to know why I'm laughing. It's insane. It's insane. Um, uh, but you know, when that vi- when I saw that video of his hotel on Instagram <laughs> that he posted to his private Instagram, but it was uploaded elsewhere of, uh, that woman on all fours on his bed and he was high on DMT. <laughs> like, Hey man, anything's possible. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. All right, this is written by Variety, written by Chris Willen on Variety. Country Radio quickly removing Morgan Wallen from playlists after racial slurs. So here's the thing. I went to school in Tennessee. Uh, I live in Georgia. I live in the South. I have a, a diverse set of friends. I enjoy country music. I really like country music because um, in a lot of ways, country music is rap music, but with <laughs> guitars and banjos. <laughs> and um, this is, these words have never been spoken and i so I, I really do you know besides uh the the black country singers uh darius rucker um who probably might have been one of the original country artists i listened to yeah he probably was 100 percent uh and kane brown um i i enjoy miranda lambert and uh brad paisley uh, Marin Morris, like I, like I, I, I genuinely, Jason Aldean, we'll get to that in a second, but I genuinely enjoy country music. I had to learn to, you know, just like I was, I grew up with rap music and uh, soul and R and B later years in my, especially in my college life, going to school in Tennessee, uh, learned to like country music a lot. So Morgan Wallen is a young country artist uh, from Nashville uh, has a mullet. Uh, I would probably cross the street if I saw him. <laughs> Just as he would cross the street if he saw me. Just as he and his uh, white wife, I can only assume, or girlfriend, probably blonde, uh, would cross the street if they saw me. <laughs> Just like all of my neighbors here. <laughs> Very true. Uh, happened twice in the past two weeks. So, <laughs> I live here. We both, we all pay $1,800 for rent. I mean, come on. Anyway, so he, uh, so he's, he, he was, he's caught on video. He's, he's been in trouble, uh, a past couple of, you know, for a, a little bit, you know, uh, in October, he's going to be on SNL, uh, was out partying and then he was, you know, booted from that. Then they brought him back and, uh, now he's on, then he was on SNL. So, so earlier this week, video released, uh, his neighbor took from across the street. He was outside intoxicated as usual. And he uh, had some profanity and slurs to say to somebody he disagreed with. Um, and then the video was confirmed the next morning when the neighbor took video of Boren Wallen and his white, blonde, uh, uh, prideful <laughs> girlfriend or wife walking out of his home in Nashville. Uh, I, you know, and I thank the neighbor for doing this because this needs to be, you know, said, this needs to be done. So, uh, Morgan Wallen has been removed from Cumulus, which is especially powerful in the country radio sphere, sphere, uh, iHeartMedia, 
Spotify playlists. He's been removed, uh, Apple's Music Country playlist. He's been removed from pretty much every playlist. CMT, the country music television network, <laughs> denounced him. They said after learning of Morgan Wallen's racial slur late last night, we are in the racial slur, excuse me, we are in the process of uh, removing his appearances from all of our platforms. We do not tolerate or condone words and actions that are in direct opposition to our core values that celebrate diversity, equity, and inclusion. I don't know how serious that is, but it's or how how meaningful that is, but it is very serious coming after a very tense election and after an uprising at the Capitol that had to do with race. That was 100% about race. Uh, and, the, you know, everything that's been going on for the past, let's say, 50, 60 years. <laughs> uh, Wallen, of course, said he's embarrassed and sorry and he used an unacceptable and appropriate racial slur that he wished he would take back, uh, blah, 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 all this stuff. But now he's, he's slowly losing things. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. His contract is suspended, not canceled. This comes from Billboard, written by Melinda Newman. Morgan Wallen's big, loud contract suspended after his racial slur. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. They could just, you know, he could just, they, they could be like, all right, you know, in, in October they could go, okay, well, it's been a couple of months. We'll, we'll let you make another album. Oh, also, he just released an album a couple of weeks ago that has like, 24 songs on it, 18 or 24 songs, which is, which is way too many songs for anybody. If Beyonce put out something that big, I would go, all right, Beyonce. If Taylor did that, and Taylor has, she put out something like 16 songs. Uh, and, and then also, country stars have been reacting. And I want you to take note of the people I say have been reacting. Uh, Herman Mamo wrote this for Billboard. Maren Morris, Mickey Guyton, and more artists react to Morgan Wallen using the N-word. Uh, female country stars, <laughs> and <clears throat> that's what you, that's what you have to take into account. Female country stars, Mickey Guyton, Kelsey Ballerini, Maren Morris, two of those people I listen to. I don't know who Mickey Guyton is, uh, called him out for using a racial slur against, uh, black Americans, which was caught on video January 31st. Morris and Guyton claimed that this wasn't Morgan. This wasn't Wallen's first offense of specifically regarding the N word while Morris Ballerini and Leah Turner explained how the consequences would have been worse had a female artist done the same thing, which is very true. And I don't, I think it was the New York times podcast, uh, but they have, I have, I have heard and read accounts of uh, female artists uh, in the country sphere, just being shoehorned into these, into these places where, you know, that they're women and, you know, uh, but then also, not getting the same chances as the men in the same space because, quite frankly, they're women. Uh, so there, so they have included the tweets. Let's see, Marin Morris, Mickey Guyton, the hate runs deep. S M F H, Marin Morris uh, put up a gif. Mickey Guyton continues to tweet. This is not the first time that this that uh, first time. Excuse me. This is not his first time using that quote-unquote unacceptable racial slur. And we all know that. That's And we all know that. Brackets, sick, S-I-C. So what exactly are y'all going to do about it? Crickets won't work this time. Mickey Guyton's really going in. Maren Morris, 
It actually is representative of our town because this isn't the first scuffle, and he just demolished a huge streaming record last month regardless. We all know that this isn't the first time using that word. We keep them rich and protected at all costs with no remorse. And it's, it's very, uh, Jason Isbell came out. I didn't know he said that. I didn't say tar and feather the boy. If he makes real change, his life will be just fine. But if he isn't held accountable, black people in the industry will know how little country music really cares about them even now. And that's much sadder to me than alcoholism. And yeah, people are trying to blame uh, the alcohol because uh, he gets in trouble whenever he drinks. But, you know, it's not, <laughs> I mean, it's it's much more than that at this point. Um, he's, uh, he needs to, you know, it's, it's a it's a system, especially in music, that is uh, really keeping people pigeonholed, pigeonholed into these into these frameworks that they have to be something. You know, I saw a, a, an article yesterday that said little little Uzi Vert, I believe. I don't know one of those littles put a pink a twenty four million diamond in his head, like just embedded in his forehead, looking like a Raven from Teen Titans. Now, the problem is, you know, that I don't think that paints a good picture for rappers as a whole, you know, because everybody is going to think, not everybody, but, you know, stupid people are going to go, okay, well, Tyler, the creator is the same way, or Earl Sweatshirt is the same way, when in fact, they're not the same as Lil Uzi Vert or whoever the person who did it is. Uh, in that same vein, the female artists, they get, you know, hand on their neck ridiculed for uh for not wanting a man enough for wanting to be independent for 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 not for standing up for their rights look at the uh the chicks and i'll say dixie chicks look at the chicks who last week for the first time ever i listened to every one of their songs <laughs> like one day one day i was i forgot what i think i was cleaning or something and i just played just went on YouTube music and I just played everything from the top down and I enjoyed my time and I loved it. And they had, they had just some great melodies. Um, but look at, look at what they've been doing, standing up against, you know, quote unquote, the man and they have not gotten the recognition that they deserve, which is insane. But you know, and, and even more insane is that Morgan Wallen sales have, uh, skyrocketed after the fact, after he was taken off the radio. Now this comes from, uh, New York Times cooking emails me at least five times a day. <laughs> this comes from Ren Graves over at uh, Consequence of Sound. The sales are up 339%. Now, this makes sense because he's getting taken off the radio. His fans who love him are going to go, I don't care what's, what he said. He's an American patriot, and I'm going to buy everything that he has. And so they buy the the one or two albums that are out. Uh, and thinking that this is going to be, you know, forever. Uh, and it's not going to be forever. I, I mean, there's worse people out there. Uh, not worse. There's people that are just like him out there. Uh, case in point, getting back to quite possibly my favorite country artist, um, Jason Aldean. And uh, apparently, I did not know this, uh, Trump's, God bless, Trump supporter. He's a Trump supporter. Uh, and we'll get back to that in a second, but he posted after it was announced that Biden won the election, uh, he posted, oh, the camera shut off. <laughs> Excuse me. He posted a, uh, a video, a, a, a picture of, um, uh, you know, questioning on Instagram, I think of, uh, did Biden really win the election? And 
the thing is, yeah, he did. And his wife did the same thing. And it's all quite annoying, to be uh, completely honest. Uh, give me a second. I'm going to start the camera again. start the camera again because uh, I feel like I'm going to go on for just a couple more minutes. Um, and so his, so he and his wife post these, uh, did Biden really win the election thing? Uh, and, and, you know, I'm going to look this up. Jason Allen, Jason Allen, election fraud. And I think uh, his wife posted something first and that's what led me to find, yeah, Trump conspiracies. Here we go. Here we go. This is from uh, the Rolling Stone. Why are country music wives pushing baseless con uh, conspiracy theories? Written by Joseph Hudak. Hudak, Hudak. On Wednesday night, just a few hours after a mob of Trump supporters egged on by President Donald Trump forcibly broke into the U.S. Capitol, Brittany Aldean shared an image of two of the rioters on her Instagram stories. Uh, and this is a quote from her. Antifa disguised as Trump supporters. Shocker. Uh, and this, and, yeah, it's just ridiculous that we still we live in this kind of uh, world where where these people in these in these high positions can uh, can put out this type of salacious material. Um, but the thing is that as a country fan, as a black country fan, and as a music fan, as a, as a whole, you know, saying that is very discouraging from listening and enjoying uh, country. Because I'm, you know, I think about the last time I went to a concert, I think it was Davies four years ago. <laughs> but I went to a Davies, Davies concert in Atlanta. And uh, I think I've told the story before, but he was like three hours late. Um, but, you know, even a majority of black you know, black clientele there at the concert, the, the center stage uh, here in Atlanta. But the thing is, a lot of the crowd, but, uh, you know, besides it being, you know, 80% black, a lot of that crowd was uh, of the, uh, of, you know, different races. And then uh, same thing for, uh, but then I went to Mr. Wide center stage and it was mostly white people. But, <laughs> but you know, and then, you know, and then I think about the, actually, no, no, the last two concerts I went to were uh, U2 and Taylor Swift over there in uh, California. And I would say that those were very diverse because U2 is global. I mean, come on, baby. U2 is global, baby. And then uh, Taylor is, um, Taylor's Taylor. So <laughs> in my head, I'm going to say white Beyonce, but that's not true. <laughs> Taylor's white Beyonce. <laughs> um, but, but music, you know, for, for whatever it is, uh, music, music it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be, but it's fully, hey, what the hell is that? Is a car outside? But it's fully expected to be this thing that everybody can enjoy and glom onto. And then when you have these country singers, uh, and then, and then I think earlier this week, I, there was, um, who does Chop Suey? System Up and Down. One of the singers for that is, uh, it was, was throwing out conspiracy theories, talking about Antifa this, Antifa that, uh, and, you know, he was right-wing conspiracy theories, and so he's a, you know, hardcore Republican, I guess, um, which, and it stinks, because Chop Suey 
and uh, and other System of a Down songs that I cannot remember right now <laughs> are great. Um, you know, especially in the gym, and and it just sucks because you know when I, especially when I started getting into country, I had to I, I knew what I was getting into when I had to uh, you know Google <laughs> whenever I find a new country artist or I find. Uh, or I, I want to start listening to somebody, and I, this is very, this is very much true. I, I just I Google, you know, uh, and apparently I didn't do it well enough for Jason Aldean. But I'll go like uh, uh, Marin Morris, Trump, Carrie Underwood, Trump, you know, uh, racist, you know, just just something along those lines, just to make sure that I that just because I enjoyed this one song doesn't mean that the you know that they're a good person that's going to be supportive of me supporting them. Um, but anyway, it's, it's just, it's just staggering. Just staggering. This is, apparently this is from that same Rolling Stone article. Brittany Kelly, the wife of Florida Georgia Line member Brian Kelly, and uh, another fashion designer influencer is following her lead. After the election, she posts an Instagram story life, uh, story rife with conspiratorial buzzwords. Oh, Jesus, come on, man. I don't like Florida Georgia Line. Still, Travis Tritt, Travis, Travis Tritt's wife. Oh my gosh, she's in a parlor. Man, I don't know, I don't know Travis Tritt, but still. <laughs> but still. And it just, it, it, I mean, it's, it's disheartening. It's disheartening and it really does. And I, and that it makes sense why people stay, why, excuse me, why black people and, uh, and Indian people and Asian people and Latino people, they stay away from country music because Latino, but, you know, uh, why the, the Spanish, Spanish speakers, I don't know, Portuguese, I don't know what to say. And, but it explains why everybody who's non-white, non-white stays away from country music uh, because it is this thing that is not for uh, outsiders, in quotes. Um, but then, you know, the same in the same vein, you know, uh, I think... That, and the way I said earlier, country and rap are the same. They're, I think about this all the time whenever a country song comes on, you know, my workout playlist. Whereas Jason Aldean, the dirt we're raised on, you know, I uh, or the only way I know, it's it's the, it has the same beats as rap, and and I, I think it's something that everyone understands, but they just don't want to admit that, you know. And Jason Aldean even has songs with the uh, Ludacris. That's why I thought he was fine. I was like, you know, what, Jason Aldean is not racist. <laughs> he like he's friends with Ludacris. Uh, he does his little country rap thing, you know. He when it, he doesn't sing his lyrics, he, he raps them in most of his songs. Um, but they talk about uh, they want to protect the people around them. They love they love the women that they love, and they hate the people that they hate. Um, they don't want you to come around there if you don't believe. like. I mean, truly, rap and country are the same genre, just with different instruments. One has eight weights, and one has uh, guitars. It's just infuriating and frustrating, you know. I mean, but okay. Uh, <laughs> this is very interesting. Uh, I had I had, I had stopped recording on the <laughs> I had stopped recording on the recorder. <laughs> I got up to turn on <laughs> the camera, and I forgot to press record again. <laughs> I've been talking for maybe seven or eight minutes, and that's some really good stuff. Basically, all I was saying was that 
uh, a lot of famous country wives are uh, <laughs> have have spoken against this um, against you know the against Democrats and uh, all this stuff. Uh, should I even continue <laughs> this godforsaken episode? Uh, but but what I was getting at, I don't know if I'll include the camera audio in this, but what I was getting at is that um, country and rap are the same thing, and we need to understand that and, and get that by. Uh, all right, let's end this episode so I can figure out what to do with this. If you like what you heard here, head to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where you can see uh, me interview famous comedians sometimes. I haven't done it this year, but sometimes. If you want to see a video version of this show <laughs> with me still trying to figure things out, youtube.com slash comedy. We can see our premiere show, News Time, which is uh, a uh, it's like the daily show except less funny. And then you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at comedy. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Listen, rate, review, subscribe to this show. Truly wherever you get your podcast. And uh, I got to put this episode together somehow. (laughs) I'll use the camera audio. It's fine if I listen to the show anyway. Goodbye.